This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is August 16th, 2023. We're here to talk AEW Dynamite. We are nine or 11 days away from AEW All In, depending on if you listen to Sting or Prince Nana. Doesn't matter. We're, we're chugging along, we're heading that direction. I want to thank all of you here. Uh, a reminder today was the first episode. Of Fightful's The Hump. Uh, Record setting, super chat, (laughs) upper chat numbers for that show. uh, For for that time slot. So thank you guys so much for that. You guys can help us do that here as well. We are taking super chats. We're taking humper chats here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. Now over 100,000 subscribers. Also humperchats.com you can get your question or statement in early ahead of time there uh, i believe i've mentioned this uh in the past but grapsity will be doing our official aew all in post show after aew all in so i will be over in uh london for that show grapsity will be live immediately following so you get extra extra stuff from them. I'm sure Alex will be doing stuff on Select as well. Alex, yep. how are you doing, my friend? Um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just trying to prepare myself uh, for what we're going to have to talk about later. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to to prepare myself for that, but. Yeah. It's something, buddy. It is. It's, it is yeah, something. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I honestly can't wait to talk about it. I had to make it the thumbnail. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massager or Massacre match. Um, holy crap. Holy crap. Uh, I, I was so excited. I didn't even pull up like the super chats and humper chats and all that that we have 
our great moderator Luis doing. But please leave a thumbs up on this video. Check out our interviews this week, Blue Meanie and DDP. This week we have had news on the CM Punk situations as well as a steal on FightfulSelect.com. It's the best $5 in the business. We would greatly appreciate if you would head over there and subscribe. It means an awful lot to us. You get Q&A shows, additional post shows, and over 100 stories a month. We have had over 4,000 unique Fightful Select news posts, and in total, including select portions, over 5,000 stories, exclusive news stories, since we launched five years ago, guys. So well, thank you guys so much for that support. Trey Cash kicking us off with a very generous super chat. He said, rumors that some in AEW aren't happy with TK's booking of All In, and I feel the same way. The show, I feel, will deliver, but I feel like so much has been left on the table. Omega Punk, MJF Osprey, Hobbs versus BCC. TK should have went All In on this card. Or House of Black versus BCC. Uh, I think that eventually you will get those matches. But I think that with the amount of tickets they had already sold without announcing anything, yeah, finishing up, or not even finishing up, continuing the hot Cole and MJF angle makes a lot of sense. Uh, Omega and Punk is not a reality at this point. Hopefully mm-hmm. one day it is. House of Black versus BCC, perhaps down the line. But how are you feeling about how we end up looking at this card after the evening? We had three or four matches set, in which we will talk about individually. I think it got, I think it added quite a bit. Stadium Stampede, Jericho Osprey. I know Jericho is not your jam. Uh, the six man tag with Golden Lovers and, and Hangman against Bullet Club Gold and Takeshita, which I think is going to be a slapper. Uh, how are you feeling about all this? Uh, mixed. Um, uh, I understand the nature of let's get as many people on the biggest show as possible, uh, biggest show that ever been done. I understand that, and I, 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 I get the point of view of um, there's all an incredible amount of uh, multi-mans, um, and it may be a bit uh, too much. Um, and some of the multi-mans, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'd rather see something story-driven than just like let's throw a bunch of guys in a, in, a, in the ring and let them have a fun match. Um, uh, but certain things of I understand New Japan's probably not going to let Will Ospreay and, and Kenny Omega be on an AEW pay per view. Not again. Not not that they're they'll you know like they'll they'll do that. They'll save that for Wrestle Kingdom. But there are other things they could have done instead. Uh, not Punk for Omega, but but other things. Um, th- these will be good matches. I'm not saying they're not going to be good matches. It does feel like I don't. I just I, I'm not like anti. The card, like, like I see a lot of people doing on social media, but I'm not like everybody. Shut up! This card is great. Like I, I can see both sides, and I'm looking forward to watching the show so that I, after the show I can have a reaction to how I think everything went. Usually with with AEW, people will say like, you know, the builds kind of felt rushed, or uh, maybe the matches they wanted to see weren't on the card. But then you watch the show and you go, well, actually, this was pretty great. So I, I, I feel like that, that will not be uh, any different this time. Evil Diva, thank you for becoming a Fightful YouTube member. Let's talk about how we opened this show. Orange Cassidy defeating Wheeler Yuta. Uh, the Orange Cassidy title match has become a little more of a rarity 
not not nearly you know not not even a rarity but compared to every single week you're seeing him having a slapper like we're not seeing that as much and in a kayfabe perspective it makes sense as well because like why would AEW see this incredible champion know that he's hurt and still put him out there every single week and then i i think about it and i'm like well okay it doesn't seem like it's every week right but then I get to thinking and I'm like, oh, wait, well, he did wrestle on Rampage last week. And about a week and a half before that, it was AR Fox. And about a week and a half before that, it was Battle of the Belts against Lance Archer. I'm like, OK, so it's just seemed like it because it hasn't been on Dynamite, but he's still doing it. Uh, he's still having slappers. Tony Khan had put over Orange Cassidy and said he's the reason Wheeler Yuta uh, came to AEW. I can tell you all this. Uh, I've, I've mentioned this on Fightful Select in the past. Alex, when Wheeler Yuta got his tryout and they didn't hire him, mm-hmm. that's when multiple people in WWE said, I got a feeling something big is about to change with NXT yeah. because I don't know what they are looking for if they didn't hire him. And in that, they meant that he was good enough, but moldable enough. He mm-hmm. checked a lot of boxes for them. And then shortly after that, we saw the 2.0 switch. I feel like <laughs> if he had come in there and got a tryout at any other period, Wheeler Yuta would be in WWE oh, right sure. now. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when they, they just had their, their criteria was uh, drastically altered from when they were hiring these amazing um, indie workers. And uh, they said, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So. Now, now you know. Honestly, uh, NXT's loss is AEW's gain because he's done nothing but improve every single time I've seen him do literally anything. So I'm very, very excited to see uh, even more growth uh, from Wilder in the future. Now, the match, excellent. We know sure. that. Yeah, that's not the story of this this situation. It's setting up all in. You have anything to say about the match before we do talk about that? No, the 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 match was was excellent. Um, I what well, I I I kind of I kind of love um, OC. I, I I don't know, just something about his character, coupled with some of the stuff that he does in this particular uh, feud with um, with BCC, makes me realize he he knows he's on borrowed time. Like this, this is this is gonna end at some point soon. My body's broken down. I can't do this anymore. So, if I'm gonna die anyway, I might as well flip the double birds to John Moxley by yes. doing his move to Wheeler Yuta in front of him and just Mox like muttering to himself, like, "Oh, you made a big mistake, you mother!" Like, like, like that is something that really makes me very excited for the eventual um john moxley versus uh orange cassidy match and there's there's all kinds of fun things they can do with it but i think they all end with uh orange cassidy uh, wearing the crimson mask <laughs> so uh jam beard says not sure if it's this simple but i saw on twitter one of those people behind bcc looks like shoda behind claudio if that's the case looks like ishii behind yuda well let's talk about what the hell he's talking about we get BCC out there after yep. a, a really, really good match. And uh, 
a, a big ruckus breaks out, so to speak, mm. which mm. involves Eddie Kingston coming out, best friends coming out. And Eddie Kingston says, all right, how about this? You want to fight us so bad? Anybody you can find, bring them. It's going to be Stadium Stampede at Wembley. And it's best friends, OC, Penta, Phoenix, Eddie Kingston against the BCC. And three shadowy figures. Well, first off, let's talk about Stadium Stampede. Hell yeah. yeah. I I had somebody say, well, it just seems like it's going to be an anarchy in the arena. And I'm like, well, it's not. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's it's not. It's because it's not in an arena. It's in a it's stadium. In a stadium. And so therefore, yes. it is a stadium stampede. Yes. Now, I will grant you they are basically the same match. However, there's a crucial difference in that one of yes. them is in an arena and the other is in a, is in a stadium. And yes. uh, I listen, if it, I don't know how much petrol goes to goes uh, for in the in the uk right now per uh per liter but if, if somebody find uh eddie kingston a liter of petrol and let him <laughs> drag that to the ring and, and douse somebody with it that'll be fun i think this is a brilliant booking and i'll tell you why alex wembley's huge mm-hmm. oh it's huge and uh you know what i i was watching bush at rep arena a couple months ago, and Gavin Rossdale goes from one end of Rupp and goes all the way to the other end and performed. Mm-hmm. He performed like a, a song and a half there. That mm-hmm. way, people that were as far away as possible right. could see some of the action up close. You're going to have 12 people involved in this match. It's everywhere. And it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be all everywhere. over the place. Yeah, it's going to be all over the place. They're going to be able to take this action way, 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 way up. They're probably going to get lost at some point. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Oh, I, I, I want um, a couple of little pre tapes that they can play on the on the video screen. That uh, oh, looks like Eddie and John Moxley have left the arena and they're now tearing apart the fish and chip <laughs> shop. Like, let's let's get all of that. I want I want as much of this uh, as possible. I think it's going to be brilliant and. The, the best part about all of this is that this is the match, this um, the stadium stampede where a lot of things will happen that will lead to whatever they have planned for All Out. I keep, I keep like, people forget, I think a lot of people forget that All Out is like a week later. Yeah. And, and they, uh, it's exactly a week later, and they have, um, they have, they have one match for that card now, as far as I know. It's just... Um, Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus is, is the one match on for all out. So at all in, you're going to see a lot of things that are going to develop for that. And so what we could get out of that is Kingston versus Moxley or OC versus Moxley. We could get a couple of other things that could be a lot of fun that happen at all out that are, that are built specifically, um, in, at, at all in and Wembley. So, uh, Johnny Hirschman says BCC proud and powerful. Hinted at parking lot and Eddie's exes. Yes. So who do you think it could be? I saw people say Ishii. He's in chaos. He's not going to fight best friends. That'd be very, very awkward. Weird. Shota would make a lot of sense. But yeah. I want, like I, you know, Zack Sabre. I don't know if this environment is necessarily one that is conducive to him. Right. Nigel McGinnis. Fightful reported that he was working towards getting cleared for a match. That seems like a type of match that you could have fairly easily. And you know mm-hmm. what? 
He would fit in with BCC as oh, well sure. as anybody else. Especially if you if you do something um, on the Dynamite next week where Danielson shows up in a cast and says, man, I'd, I would love so much to be there with my brethren in the BCC. A stone's throw from Blackpool. Um, obviously, it's much further than that, but you know how we would say it. Um, uh, but since I can't be there, I thought I would put in a call to an old friend. Yeah. And like Nigel McGuinness, like being the handpicked dude from, from, for by Brian Danielson would be excellent. I also love the idea of, uh, because it would, because Mox would know that it would hurt Eddie yeah. so much of him bringing, bringing out proud and powerful, bringing out, um, um, Santana and Ortiz to be part of the thing as well. I think, I think if those, if Danielson picked a guy and then Moxley said these things, there you go. That'd be great. I actually like this shout, and he didn't send a super chat, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. Anthony Agogo would probably be a pretty good fit for the BCC sure. there. Um, I should have some news on him fairly soon. Yeah, I think there, there's a lot of opportunity here to do a lot of different things. And uh, it's very clear AEW doesn't care about who's going to get cheered and who's going to get booed at that particular arena. And I'll nope. talk more about that later. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> We got Kenny Omega. Actually, actually, we're going to roll those segments into the main event because okay, that would cool. make an awful lot more sense. And we will talk about Don Callis and Chris Jericho. My, Matty Nice has put Anthony Agogo in the match. There you go. He sent a yeah. super chat. What a gentleman. What? <laughs> he paid after. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate you. Jambeard says Mox versus OC for all out, please. Yeah. And I think it's okay to put a lot of the tags and, and stuff like that on Wembley. Cause you do want to get a lot of people on Wembley. People aren't as like, hell yeah, all out. Right. I mean, here's the, th- I, I don't know that they would do this because they don't really, I don't know, but there's an option here that might be really excellent where you have Moxley be the guy who dethrones OC at All Out. But a few weeks after All Out is Grand Slam in New York. And if that's where you do Eddie Kingston versus Moxley, when Moxley's the the international champion, everyone wants to see Eddie Kingston win a belt in AEW. He's he's the never openweight champion in, in, in New Japan. He says he wants to defend it in AEW, but... I mean, that would be a pretty amazing thing to do to have Eddie Kingston beat John Moxley in New York uh, would be a pretty great thing. CO says, come clean, Alex. Did you write the Don Callis promo? <laughs> very, uh, I, I could very have. I, I could. I could have, but I but I did not know. So uh, Chris Jericho comes out and there is a painting that is covered up. And Don Callis is ready for his answer. And Jericho says, okay, I'll join. Mm-hmm. You're, you're my friend. You're the person I have history with. Let's do this. And Callis is like, shit, really? Great. Let's go. See ya. Don't worry about this painting in the corner. And Jericho's like, no, yeah. no, I want to see it. It's great. It's a piece of Mel Coleman art. She's fantastic. She's talented. Yeah. She's wonderful. And then he uncovers it. And it's Don Callis beheading him, which is... Mm-hmm objectively hilarious to like not not the idea that he'd be beheaded but the idea that callus is such a cornball that he had that commissioned 
Mm-hmm. He had that made. Mm-hmm. And Callus calls Jericho an egomaniac and say he doesn't says he doesn't deserve to be yeah. in the family. So I just want to say this. None of this made any sense. None. None. Like, Not a like I'm, I'm, I'm confused as to why. One, why the hell is Callus recruiting him to begin with if he's got no desire to do it? Was the plan for Osprey to jump jump him all along or Takeshita? Mm-hmm. If so, why is he trying to leave with Jericho and hide the fact that the painting's there? Then Jericho goes from a little bit sympathetic, sort of facing his own realities, to embracing a an asshole heel, to kind of being a face i think i don't know i think the intention was and then he gets attacked by a guy who is probably all not probably almost definitely going to get heavily cheered because he's from the uk one million percent will osprey now i have much more confidence in this match than you do because will osprey i think is the best in-ring wrestler in the the world he's gonna have to be I and I've seen Chris Jericho have really incredible matches over the last That's couple fantastic. of years. When... I haven't. I haven't seen him have incredible matches. Come on. No, nope, not a one. Not one. Passable. I've seen him have passable matches. So which one did if you anybody's gonna passable? give a, if anybody's gonna give a great match out of Chris Jericho, it's Will Ospreay. That's what I'm gonna say. Come on now. Passable. I've... I've 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 watched a man who's well 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 Roddy well Strong that wasn't time. passable that was good that was no that was that was that was a gimmick match false count anywhere it was fun Ishi- to watch Ishii it was not a good match Ishii Bandito Moxley Eddie Kingston those were good matches come on uh, anyway you're all right. Anyway, it didn't make any sense. No, no. Here's the thing. Jericho coming out and being like, listen, where's one thing that I've learned over the past few weeks is that Chris Jericho doesn't join factions. He starts factions. And that's why I have decided to join your faction. How does that make sense? Also, if Don Callis doesn't end up showing him the painting, then you were foolish enough to join the faction, you made the decision to join the faction of a guy who was planning to have you jumped and beaten up because you're so stupid you didn't see through it the way we all did at home. Um, yeah, that's dumb. Uh, and very, then it didn't make any dumb. sense. That's very dumb. And uh, and then the uh, his his whole thing of like, hey, wait a minute. Wait, uh, you painted this? Well, therefore, I don't like you had this painted. Well, therefore, I don't like you. Yeah. I mean, and with Callus and Jericho, I'm I feel like they would have bought that it was a practical joke. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Like immediately when he took it off, I'd be like, yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. 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 It's a rib. He says it was, ah, it's a rib. Alex, I had I, I had think, you paint, I had you painted beheaded as a I rib. think the reality is your ego is getting in the way of you accepting the it's, fact that Jericho's had good matches. It's prob- it's probably true. It's, it's probably true, honestly. Jambeard says two things I want from the crowd of ADK, singing Judas and singing some Madonna, which is a great O reference. 
I wouldn't mind that, especially if it was on like zero hour or something like sure. that. Wouldn't wouldn't yeah. mind them doing that. Yep. Jam Beard says, Alex, you genius. Two belts, Eddie. Mike the Jeweler, good friend of the show, says any update on Santana and Ortiz? Uh, Santana's healthy, I believe. I don't know if they have like made like made good yet. I hope so. That yeah. that would be a huge shot in the arm for the tag division. How did Roderick kicking a tire get him in a wheelchair? Oh boy, <laughs> shorter than wrestling refs. He ripped it off at PWG. He was back at PWG and looked like a million bucks. Of course. Jack Perry says he'll retire the FTW title next week. I say, why not? It ain't going to get any better than that RVD match. That was awesome. People were yeah. high-fiving each other yeah. backstage over that match, mm -hmm. Alex. Oh, you know, I, I, yeah, that was, that was quite good. I, I, I mean, obviously this feels to me like a, uh, a swerve, but I'm not sure exactly what the plan is uh, for, for, um, for Mr. Perry going forward with that belt. But I, I do love mm -hmm. the idea of this thing. I won the, the I promised everyone I was going to be a champion. And now that I am, I'm going to retire the belt because, because I'm a heel and that's what heels do. Jack right. Perry has broken through that glass ceiling and it is real glass. I have yep. learned. Yeah. Matthew hook says, Alex Jericho still has better matches than Dom. That's true. I mean, it's true. That is, that is, that is true. Della Common says, Sean, for Christmas, you should commission Mel to do the same painting, just replacing Don's <laughs> face with Alex's face. <laughs> Listen. Best gift ever. Her work does not come cheap. She is uh, fantastic is at what she that does. Check out Mel Coleman art. She is just an incredible talent. Yeah. Darby Allen and Nick Wayne defeated Gates of Agony, and you knew they were going to defeat Gates of Agony. Yes, you, did. um, you didn't know that. You didn't I would know love that. to see Gates of Agony get some big wins, like, it's just they always happen like ROH or Rampage yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them getting like a two-minute squash match and then no. leading to something with Swerve. Right. And then Swerve yeah. can have a little bit longer of a match. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I would really, really like that. I think that would help. And you could kind yes. of roll their segments into one. But uh, Darby gets the win with the coffin drop, which I like because it feels like, feels like to me like we don't see him win with that as much right. anymore. Right. Um, uh we had Dar Darby and Nick Wayne were going to get the, this is the thing that now you have with, with the embassy is you have uh, Toa Leona and uh, uh, Bishop Khan who are the guys in the match who are there to take losses on behalf of Swerve and AR Fox in this thing um, in this, in these feuds that he's going to have. Um, and that's fine. Except for the fact that they're also currently champions. And uh, they shouldn't be. I mean, they're they're trios champions, but in tag matches, it's basically like a trios match, and they should be really good at this and um, and not be taking losses. Toa Leona, I also feel like he didn't take the pin tonight, which is important because that dude should be protected like crazy. That guy should be like a like it should be a major milestone when if you can actually pin Toa Leona's shoulders to the mat, that guy is is uh, a menace. I really love watching him work. Chris says, just looked on the New Japan site, and I don't. it doesn't say Eddie Kingston, but Eddie Edwards. Love Fightful. Keep it up. Uh, well, after this match, uh, Joker Stang kidnaps Prince Nana. And so I love just this. Just long enough so he could let him go. I like just, yeah. It's nice. And I, I, I don't know why... <laughs> 
they had Sting get the the date wrong for the show, but I it was funny. Either. It was funny. But Prince not correcting him. He's like, actually, it's eleven days. We want to make sure that people have the date right. Just the idea of Sting. Maybe people are trying to buy a pay per view on Friday. And, and yes. they, they don't realize what's going on. So Nana's got to step in and go, actually, it's 11 days, but who's counting? Um, Jambeard says, give Impact Social Media all the credit. Well, I mean, Impact Social Media had a fumble tonight with their action figure thing. They were burying Asylum. I'm like, bro, that was your distributor, not, not the mm -hmm. producer of the action figures. Hated mm -hmm. to see that. Uh, but Vicky says, hey, Sean and Alex, amazing show. Love it when the show moves. Sting still cuts an awesome promo. Love him being sick and twisted. I want this side of him at all in. No holds barred. Love Fightful. You know, there's there's often talks of people being ripoffs and all that stuff. Alex Sting had two successful ripoffs. He had The Crow and Joker, and both of them worked. Yeah. And people still pop for Joker Sting, a thing that happened in TNA when people swore nobody was watching it. It still gets a reaction. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the they... the the impact social media uh, tweeting out a link to the full history of Joker staying right after the segment was pretty good. Um, that is a, a really interesting YouTube video to, to go back. If you weren't watching TNA at the time, it is a very interesting video to, to, to get a recap on, on that version of sting. Um, yeah, I, I, he's, this a really fun version of the character. Um, there's a lot of mystique that comes with crow sting, but he's fairly stoic. Um, just there's a lot of like extra stuff he gets to do as Joker's thing that is fun. Um, and uh, and yeah, well, we we shall see uh, where all this goes. I'm eventually, I hope, eventually, um, Darby's gotta lose a, a coffin match that he's in. Um, and the only thing about this is that in order to do that, it feels like in a tag team coffin match, you gotta put both guys in the coffin and close the lid. And not just one sting ain't getting put in a coffin with the lid closed. That's just not a thing that's going to happen. Um, so if it's only one guy, I think you could they could figure out a way to put Swerve over here because I do think he's the one that needs the momentum moving forward. Um, but maybe he can get it all back at all out. Alex says sting turned heel by preventing Prince Nana dancing to Swerve's theme. It's true. Also, Jeff Jarrett as champ 2023. Tom LaValle says, hey, Prince Nana, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? He hasn't. So I want to tell a story. Mm. Uh, I, I worked a little angle with Shaza McKenzie. Yeah. Which may or may not have seen its culmination. And I pitched a skit to her mm -hmm. that was very Australian-based. And she said, no way, buddy. We, we might get canceled. Actually, she said, I'll do it, but we might get canceled. Mm-hmm. No, no, because MJF and Adam Cole just did the whole thing. Right. They went to Outback Steakhouse mm -hmm. to scout out their competition, Aussie mm -hmm. Open. Mm -hmm. They watched Crocodile Dundee and Crocodile mm -hmm. Hunted. Mm -hmm. They hit a double clothesline on mm -hmm. one of the security guys. Yep. But I think the highlight of this was maybe Tony Khan's best yep. television performance. Yes. Since, since the Nick Khan promo. Okay, yes. Because even people in WWE loved the Nick Khan promo. Yep. 
Let's talk about the Australian stuff first. Uh, they they are getting into the mind of an Australian. Yes, I really enjoyed it. Kangaroo kick. It was stupid. Yeah, the, the kangaroo master, kick. The, the kangaroo master the, the kangaroo kick, man. They're setting up the move. It's gonna yeah. happen. How do oh, you yeah. think the kangaroo kick happens? Does like, <laughs> do they go back to back and then he does it like lock arms? Like, I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like that's a, that's certainly a possibility. He doesn't get very high on the kick, so maybe the guy's got to be like seated or something. Maybe he's gonna be like in the corner, like instead of like the unicorn stomp, it's the kangaroo kicks in the corner. Yeah, uh, I think I think that'll work. Um, I uh, I thought this this was uh, hilarious um, as as all of their stuff is. I love that um, the way that JF is like, all right, so I brought you to the perfect place so we can actually. Uh, start doing some uh, some study to figure out how uh, we're going to beat Aussie Open. So I'm brought you to the place where to their natural lair, and it's Outback. And Adam Cole immediately goes, "I love Outback Steakhouse." Yes. <laughs> and Sam JF says, "Don't fraternize with the enemy." This is all. This is this was so so much fun. All all of this was so much fun, um, and including uh, Roddy Strong kicking a tire and immediately breaking his foot. Um, he should be in a full body cast by the end of this whole thing. Just go all the way. Um, and this led to a really great segment in the ring that did not feel like it was silly and outlandish. Like all their, all their pre-tapes are this that made it feel very, very real. And they, 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 uh, we like to have fun here, but also let's not lose sight of what is, what is th- this is not like, Hey, these two wacky guys are going to have a match in the main event of Wembley. No, 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 no. This is an incredibly important uh, match at, at the biggest show ever. And let's bring it back down to to like talk seriously about what this means. Uh, I thought that w- that whole thing was excellent. Then they get yelled at by Tony Khan, and we rarely see Tony Khan as a character. I yeah. really like this very sporadic sunglasses tony khan character with a a giant coffee yes so i mean sunglasses tony khan is also the one that cut that promo yes this is more of what we saw him do on impact wrestling yeah a few years ago uh also i i love this uh because again the, the, the these little mjf adam cole pre-tapes also feel like it's an episode of bte so it's not yes. necessarily fully canon, which is why you can have Tony Khan be an on-screen character in them. But also it feels like a little wink and a nod to the people who were like, Tony Khan needs to lay down the law and actually be the guy in charge here and stop everybody from mouthing off and being, you know. And so this is Tony Khan laying down the law by yelling at MJF about, mm. about this match. That's Jambeard says, Roddy is Mr. Glass. And then we lead into the promo. It's MJF and Cole, and they're talking about what what they're going to accomplish. But they also put over, we're friends, but this is the most important thing. This title is the most important thing. And despite how close we are now, I'll do anything to win it. And MJF, who uh, sometimes leans into the, you know, oh, well, I'm, very, very fortunate, and I had things given to me. He didn't really have things given to him. 
he worked a very, very stiff independent schedule for very little yeah. money and worked his ass off and um, was a big prospect along the way. Mm-hmm. Talked about all in, talked about how Cody Cody Rhodes booked him and all that stuff. He lost to Matt Cross on mm-hmm. all in. I can't, I don't even remember if Matt Cross has done any AEW stuff, probably some dark or something like that, but mm. talked about that. And Aussie Open tried to attack, but it didn't end up working. I thought this was fine. I mean, you give these guys a full segment if you can, because, uh, because oh, you, you got to do that. Yeah. Uh, the MJF promo was, was excellent, very fiery, excellent. Um, uh, and Adam, Adam Cole's thing about, um, Great. I'm glad we're on the same page that we we were, we're best friends and uh, we're also not going to lay down for each other. We're going to go as hard as we can in this match. That's really good. And then they get attacked by Aussie Open. They went off Aussie Open and then we do the tease of Adam Cole getting ready for the super kick. And that's as that's soon as MJF turns around, they love that trope. It's They, they used it later. With FTR and the Bucks, and they did it twice in the same show. Um, yeah, I I don't, I think you should refrain from doing the trope twice in the same show, but it did work both times. Um, I thought this was, uh, this was excellent. I love Adam Cole immediately standing right back up as MJF turns around, and MJF realizing the crowd was like, he was gonna kick you. And MJF looking at Adam Cole, and I'm like, what? We're, We're besties. Uh, this is good, really great. I really, really liked it. Uh, we have Super Chats, Humper Chats. Arza says, 100% purely coincidental. My favorite part about Roddy's collar is that it's a soft collar. It means there's no fracture, just pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good time, Trevi Dimes says, MJF retains or Will Washington gets an automatic title shot after the Adam Cole match and wins. Plus, you get $1,000. What do you choose? Uh, listen. I would rather MJF retain. I'll do respect to Will Washington. I don't, I've never seen him wrestle and I don't want to see him wrestle. I mean, I could, I could use, I could use the thousand dollars, but, but other than that, no, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, to be fair, we would get a lot more than that in super chats as well. So it would do Mm. really well for us all around. That's true. Good time also says, if I can't see Tottenham at Wembley, MJF versus Cole's the next big thing. Shy Town Spurs hit me up. Come on, you Spurs, Trev Easton. I don't know what you guys are. I know some of these words. Mike the Jeweler says one more humper for the fun time. What's going on with CM Patty? Seems like homeboy oh is having a midlife crisis. I think he's very passionate and particular about what he wants on that show and wants that environment to be. I think that in his mind, he didn't do anything wrong. And he's trying to prevent that stuff from happening again. But maybe he's wrong about that. I draw the line at sending home the head of talent relations. I agree. Like if that is, if that is a thing that is hundred percent happened, that is, that's a line that I don't think you can cross because that is the head of talent relations. And therefore I don't feel like you get to tell him to do Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. 
He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Anything. Well, guys, if you're crossing international date lines, time zones, any of that, NordVPN has you covered. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc., and you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. NordVPN, truly love them. Jordan Grace says, or Jane Beard says, Jordan Grace also posted a tweet from five years ago when she was at All In. 
would love her to be a surprise debut signing it all in after the four way. She actually sent me the picture of that post. I was like, Oh, I'm going to post it and rile people up. She's like, I already did. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta say like, I've mentioned this before. She's a millionaire outside of wrestling, a brilliant woman, especially with marketing. And I've told this story before, but what she did around the first double or nothing was absolute brilliance. A or impact wrestling leaked in October, 2018 that she had signed with the company, but the paperwork was never completed. She knew that she was still getting her paychecks, but what she did was wait about six, seven months until she proved herself as a digital draw for the company and a merch mover. And then the month of double or nothing and AEW starting, she went to impact and she said, I never had a signed contract. I should get a raise. This is what I've been able to do. And she got it. <laughs> so uh, one of the smarter, smarter people in a marketing and uh, contract sense yeah. that I've, that I've seen. Tesla says, no, no question. Just an SRS fan. Well, thank you. That means an awful lot. Tony says Aaron Hanare for uh, one of the people to join BCC and then challenges Eddie at all out for the strong title. Listen, if Hanare is, there's going to be a lot of upset people on the AW roster. If Hanare gets a spot, like, yeah, just not happening. In Simmons says best part about this whole thing is we don't know who will turn. Uh, My choice is neither because MJF is the natural baby face. And I want that face Adam Cole run because I think he found his footing here. Adam Cole has found his footing in a face run because he is just a genuinely yeah. wonderful guy, one of the most likable people. When all the brawl out stuff was happening, I just remember my favorite meme was like of all the brawl out stuff and like CM Punk says this and the elite are doing this. And then it cut to Adam Cole and he's like, how do I get this frog coin? <laughs> that is Adam Cole. Dr. Britt Baker defeated the bunny. Penelope did not end up helping. I like the group that has been formed there, though, with, with all them. Britt seems like she's working banged up. Like, just based on what I see out of her, it feels like she's a little hobbled, a little hampered. But I can see why you would work hard or work hurt trying yeah. to get to all in. Now, that's not something I've confirmed. It's just something mm-hmm. that, that it looks like to me. She also finished with a curb stomp, which I think is... Yep. You know, all right. Uh, we saw multiple curb stomps tonight. I kind of wish that, you know, with all the guidelines and running through all the spots with the agents, that they would clean that up like a little bit, especially when it's a finish in one match. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think of this, Alex? Um, well, no surprise. We as soon as they um, showed us the bracket, we knew exactly who was going to be in uh, in the match. It would have been. Um, it would have been nice to have um, – I mean, it's, it's cool to have the bunny back. I think that's great. But there was never any, a chance she was going to beat Britt Baker to get into this match. Um, and uh, if this is the only women's match at All In, which it, at right now it is, it does feel kind of <clears throat> notable that it is and not great that it is considering you have a Chris Statlander who's hugely over and the other champion who's, who's in a feud right now with some really great women as well, including Willow Nightingale, um, uh, who's not, not in a feud, but she's in a program with her, um, who's also hugely over. Um, so I don't know. Um, I thought the match was fine. Again, we knew who was going to win. You're right in the Britt Baker looks like she's banged up, but Britt Baker has been banged up for a lot of her time in AEW. 
and always yeah. fought through it, you know? And again, this, I don't want to speak for her, but I think that's why like on the all accesses and stuff that she said about Thunder Rosa, why she's like, well, I work hurt. So why the hell doesn't everybody else yeah. type of thing? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, she's worked through a lot of injuries, broken nose, broken leg. I broke her wrist. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember I was doing an interview with David Keckner, or I was doing an interview with Britt Baker and David Keckner from like waiting and anchor man came yeah. through and she's like, Oh, Hey, let's go get dinner. And he was making up just like funny excuses. And he's like, ah, sorry. I broke my leg. I can't. And she goes, yeah, I broke my leg and wrestled a match. And he's like, no, you didn't. And I was like, she did though. She did. Like, she she's did. not lying. She really did. And he's, did he's like, I'll be at dinner. I'll be there. Maddie Nice says Butcher Blade and Kip with BCC. I don't know if that one would work. I, I like them. I mean, I like them, and they've been they've they've been you know there since the beginning, and that would be a nice little you know reward for them for for being um, for for that longevity. I just feel like if 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 there's an opportunity to do something that really really like tells a story um, from within this like all these these characters and and what their stories have been this whole time. Um, if it is available, I still say, um, um, that Mox bringing in, um, Santana and Ortiz just to, to F with Eddie would be yeah. the best part of the story for me. The acclaimed confronted by house of black, their match never got started. Uh, Max Caster said his opponents looked like penises. Yes, he did. And, uh, they got beat like a couple of dicks apparently. Cause they were out of there. Yeah, no, they're real quick. They, House they of Black away. were there and uh, attack. Jambeard says, personally, I was hoping the three would be House of Black for the House of Blackpool Combat Club jokes, but it seems like they're going after the acclaimed. Yeah, they're just really twisting the knife with Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. They're just they're yeah. they're very proud of ending Billy Gunn's career, and I get yeah. it. Like after 34, 35 years, they're the ones, right? That put the bullet in old Yeller, like they're the ones that that sure uh, that shot Bambi's mother. Like they're yeah. they did it, and they're they're gonna twist that knife. So they they, I thought it was uh, it was really good. They they the acclaimed are bringing right. out Billy's boots to pay homage to him and stuff like that. Show a little respect. Yep. I think they're taking a dump in those boots or lighting them on fire or throwing them into a shredder or something. Oh, like really? That. Okay. Um, what happened to on? on the Andrade thing. Like he won the ladder match to get his mask back and they just recedes back into the well shadows. And let me tell you in all elite wrestling, oftentimes people are just forgotten about. Yep. For like it does month. feel that way. Cause, Happens cause a lot. Um, there was, it felt like we were immediately building to something there with, with Andrade and, and, and friends versus uh house of black, which to me felt like the, the obvious thing to do there. Um, uh, but that I, I feels like forever ago, he won that ladder match and house of black is like, all right, the three of us lost a feud to one guy. Now we're going to go pick on these, these two guys uh, whose, whose friend retired because we beat him. Um, it, it makes them look weak. Um, and I don't think it's intended to do that but it feels very odd. Also, um, if the plan is um, acclaimed and daddy ass back together versus the house of black 
uh, for the trios titles. I'm kind of not okay with that trio being the one to beat House of Black, considering what House of Black has been booked as. Um, it, it it feels like it's a fun story of like a claim, like we don't want you to retire, daddy ass, come back, be with us, we need you. But that sh- to me doesn't need to lead to them beating House of Black for the titles. It just House of Black feels really important right now. They're on a credible streak. They're doing amazing stuff, and I I just don't feel like that would that uh, yeah, I would, yeah I don't know. I could agree with that. Mister Acosta says all in. Uh, well, actually, I, I do want to see it. I just and Jambeard says I mean a claim could team up with Andrade. They could. They, they could. could. To me, it seems like a Billy Gunn thing. Yeah, I I hope I I want to because I think it'd be a big moment for him, and Billy Gunn is a guy who was supposed to get a lot of big moments in his career, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's had a few, yeah. and he's been a part of some cool stuff, but I would love to see Billy Gunn at least one time get a big moment that he's kind of the focal point of before he wraps it up. Yeah, Arzaz says, could they do Andrade versus Malachi versus Acclaim? I don't think so. I, I I wouldn't doubt if they do Andrade and company at All Out against House of Black. And I would love it if they even announced that ahead of time. Yeah. And then if House of Black lose the trios titles, well, Andrade still wants revenge, so he's yeah. not that worried about it. Yeah. And they could announce it as a top contendership match for the trios title even. Sure. Ricardo is watching on delay. Here's some love for you. We are heading down the home stretch, guys. So get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Uh, but I'll tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to do this in order because you know what the main event of this podcast so, is. Yes, and it's getting is saved true. for the end. Yes. It's getting saved for the end. Mr. Acosta says all in looks to be another long ass show. Could have sworn I heard Wembley has a noise curfew of 11 PM. Congrats on 100 K SRS and crew. Listen, I don't know a lot of the specs on Wembley, but I mean, Adam Cole straight up said, have your ass in your seat by 5 PM local time. So unless it's a six hour show, they should be good. No, the, they the reason the reason they're starting it during broad effing daylight is because they have to be done by a certain time. Because <laughs> it's starting at like uh, n- the zero hour starting at like noon Eastern or whatever. That's yeah, that's like five p.m. Uh, British time, I think. That yeah, they're yeah, they're they're gonna they'll go right up to the end. I think. So earlier in the night. Kenny Omega is doing a, an interview with Jim Ross. And he is stopped and beaten down by Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold. Now, I don't know where Bullet Club Gold just came out of nowhere. Like, maybe they're that, being contracted me, by Don Callis. Yeah. I wish things like that would be explained a little bit more. Yeah. And if anybody can do it, I feel like it's Jay White and Juice sure. Robinson. Yes. Because they're very good. Juice Robinson and Jay White have been the winners of AW Collision. They have absolutely killed it. They have. Hangman, in his now infamous vignette that was filmed uh, Saturday, not at Collision, is in front of an ambulance where Kenny Omega supposedly was. And he's like, all right, you know what? You got the match you wanted. And it's going to be Ibushi, Hangman, Omega against Bullet Club Gold and Takeshita. The Bullet Club Gold integration doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense but this match is going to that's gonna be great ah bah yeah holy cow this is gonna be a great match it's gonna be a phenomenal match 
I just I want them to explain in Lexington where I'll be at Collision this Saturday. Why Bullet Club? Why? Right. That's what I want to know. Um, I mean, Bullet Club, uh, with the extension of the guns, have been kind of like calling out Young Bucks, which is the extension of Kenny Omega. Um, it it feels like Bullet Club and the Don Callis family, such as it is, featuring uh, Takeshita and now Will Osprey, I guess. It feels like a few months into their runs could do like a handshake deal of like, you don't like these guys. We don't like these guys. Let's team up and take them on. But at mm. this point in the run, it would be great to be like, how did, how did this come about? Did, did Just give me give me the idea of Jake, Jay White's like, you know what? Don Callis came, came to us in our locker room with a briefcase full of cash. And we said, sure, we, you can keep you can keep that. I mean, we'll take it. But uh, you didn't need to pay us. We would love to beat up Kenny Omega. I don't like that guy. I mean, all you, all you need is something very simple simple to do that and, and don't make us make the leap. Um, but, yeah, the match is going to be amazing. Um, on, I'm, I'm very excited for it. And um, if it leads to, like, Kenny Omega versus Jay White in AEW, I wouldn't say no to that. I think we are, at this point, owed a nice, long... Takeshita versus Kenny Omega match one on one where they just get to out. murder each other. That that footage of him versus Takeshita at, oh. at, at DDT was so cool. Like Takeshita looked like he was five years old. He was so small. I, he's filled out so much and, and grown in in such a way. Um, I'm really excited for that eventual one on one match, um, which could happen as early as All Out. Yeah, I think it'll happen at All Out. Um, I love the fact that like I, I hadn't realized like how long ago they had wrestled. I, I didn't yeah. follow a lot of DDT, and I was like, oh my god, they wrestled when Takeshita was like eighteen or nineteen, yeah. and Takeshita already looked incredible at that yeah. point. Yeah, uh, and it was before Kenny really blew up on the scene as well. Yeah. So it's funny because Kenny was much older, but they were like had not broken through on a global scale mm-hmm. yet. I thought that was really, really great. We got young bucks defeating the guns. I liked the match. Didn't like the finish. It was kind of sloppy. The camera yeah. did them a lot of favors there. Can't whoever, whoever called that cut to that yeah. end worked. Well, the guns uh, tried to cheat Matt and Nick turned it around on them. I find the guns way better than anybody gives them credit for, but uh, the elite and Bullet Club Gold is a feud that just naturally makes a ton of sense because, yeah. th- you know, uh, one of the many times that people swore Bullet Club was dead after Balor left, after mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. so and AJ left, after anybody leaves, well, they were a a big, big uh, part of that. Yeah, um, I, uh, I I think there's a very easy. Uh, explanation for for you know the elite and, and bullet club gold feud beginning out of this. I just I want I want them to do it as opposed to just let us let us assume it. Um, and the the guns keep getting better and better. I think that um, I think that they are much better now than they were when they were tag champs. Um, they just keep getting better and better. Working with Jay White and Juice Robinson and the caliber of opponents that they are facing via. Um, uh, Jay and Juice is only going to make them better and better. Um, and this was this was a fun match with a really sloppy finish. And I honestly really loved 
um, the the angle following it um, that they were being uh, the Bucks were being beaten down um, uh, until FGR made the save uh, simply because like no 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 you, you, this is these are our guys once we're done with them like then you can have them but for now we need them to be a hundred percent so that nobody can say that we beat them when they were already injured. This, you leave them alone because they're, we want to beat them up first. I think that's a really cool little way of doing that. And, um, and I think Bucks and uh, FTR uh, at, at Wembley uh, is very, very likely match of the night. Patchy Rick says, I need a BTE bit about the hung lovers t-shirt for all in. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's almost main event time. Our main event, guys. Mm-hmm, Get in your mm-hmm. super chats. Get in your humper chats. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors, AG1. I've long sang the praises of athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, specifically AG1. Vitamins and minerals, pre and probiotics to help keep you from getting sick, that phytonutrient blend, the digestive support, that regulates your digestive system, the immunity support, the adaptogens, plus that energy and metabolic support. I'm going to tell you how it's affected me personally. Uh, my digestion is way better with AG1 through athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. I don't get sick nearly as much. I got those pre and probiotics, that immunity support. I take a lot less caffeine throughout the day because I've got that energy and metabolic support. Uh, my, my metabolism has increased and improved tenfold since using AG1. And as I always say, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. Right now, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get AG1. Uh, Whether I'm at home or on the road, one scoop or one pouch, eight ounces of water, drink it, you're good. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Check it out, guys. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Jason Parolo says, do you think you may do a what culture collaboration for All In? I, I just want to preface this by saying I adore Simon Miller. Uh, I have a really good relationship with uh, Andy Murray, and I don't have any problems with anybody that works there. I will never do anything that makes Matt Holmes of what culture a fucking dime. Absolutely not. That guy, nine years ago, fired me after having me quit all of my freelance jobs after two weeks and said, news writing isn't going to work out for you. You should probably give that up. Boy, was that bitch wrong. So no, uh, nothing but love for people who work at what culture, but sincerely, uh, Matt Holmes can suck my ass forever. And there is no better soundtrack to suck my ass to than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match. Jeff Jarrett defeated Jeff Hardy. This is so bad. This is so bad. And the way that I said it to you, Alex, was like, I enjoyed it because I knew I'd get to talk about it. And it was so, it's such a trash fire and terrible and everybody knew it was going to be bad. I mean, involved with it, knew it was going to be bad. John Alba posted a great clip 
where he's like, what is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match? And Matt Hardy goes, the fuck if I know <laughs> on his own show. <laughs> they did stuff backstage. It was so boring and terrible. Mm. Um, they threw like fake blood. I thought somebody was getting tarred and feathered at one I point. I know, because the lighting was so bad, it looked black. There was a hilarious part where the doors open up and there's this shadowy cowboy figure and somebody goes, it's Sanjay. <laughs> Couldn't even. <laughs> it's Sanjay. Mm-hmm. This is so bad. Yeah. And then they took it out to the ring mm-hmm. and it still wasn't good. No. Jeff Jarrett wins the match after Leatherface interferes. No, I'm sorry. No. No. And after the match, Jeff Jarrett is awarded a Leatherface championship. I mm-hmm. missed a whole lot of stuff here. Jam Beard says, got my drink and popcorn ready to hear Alex go off on this, <laughs> this gong show of a match. And Darren says, Sean got to do the right thing and get Alex and Kate to review Jarrett and Hardy. An eight-star classic, our match of the year. Controversial take, says Jake. I kind of love the massacre match. This was a B movie, Alex. It was a it was an F movie. <laughs> so, it was, an, it this, was an F movie. This is what you guys review on Know Your News. <laughs> yes, yeah, this, this, no, this is much worse than that. <laughs> um, uh, it was it was how how do you how do you do how do you do a a death match sponsored by one of the <laughs> most uh, one of the most iconic horror movies and have it be boring. With all of these people in it, there were like tw- it felt like there were twelve people involved in the match. It was so boring. Like, Hardy and Jarrett's combined age is one hundred and one. It it fe- it felt like it felt like each of them was one hundred and one years old. Like just the way they were moving out there. Um, I I um it, the beginning where Jeff Hardy has a full entrance, comes to the ring, does his whole thing. Uh, walks past the ring. Nobody knows where the hell he's going. He walks over to some double doors that have some weapons on it. And he's like, hmm, which one should I choose? I'm not really, I don't know if I should. And then Jeff Jarrett attacks him. Like nobody, like, here's how you know it was bad. The announcers could not be arsed to even attempt to make this seem exciting. Like at the end of the match, um, (laughs) At the end of the match, Taz was like, "Well, that happened." Like, like could could not have cared less. The the blood looked bad. Sanj Satnam Singh was wearing a one strap overalls. To everybody got involved, but nothing happened. Karen Jarrett was immediately out there. There were at one point, I, I think she was holding a, the corpse of a small animal. I, I don't know whatever but the the thing that i that i i can't abide when when leatherface came out i was waiting for him to unmask and it was going to be somebody like who me too what wrestler I, wearing the leatherface costume alex i asked backstage mm-hmm. And people wouldn't tell me. Oh my god! <laughs> Nobody. This is, this is my this is the scoop that I'm after. Jeff right now. Jarrett said. 
Jeff Jarrett said um, that uh, Leatherface was going to be in his corner. But then Leatherface came out and immediately re- like ran off, like kicked Sanjay in, in the balls, I think. And, and then like chased Karen Jarrett away with the chainsaw. So if he was going to be in Jeff Jarrett's corner, that was odd. But also in the world of AEW, Leatherface is an actual thing that exists. Like it wasn't like a guy in a Leatherface costume. It was Leatherface. Like they had to pretend like it was just Leatherface. It's a, I don't. A thing that I didn't see or, or that I forgot to mention earlier, and I wish some of this would have been pre taped so we had the benefit of it. Those very awkward camera cuts to Jim Ross yeah. during the Omega yes. beatdown. Yeah. This could have used some of those. I wish that they just had awkward camera cuts, and I want that to become a bit now where they just yes. cut to Jim yes. Ross. Cut to Jim My Ross. God. Not My knowing God. what. what, what, what I don't know what to do. My like, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my, my ass. Oh, Jesus. Any Jesus. of it. And and then then they have, like, the whole thing is set up perfectly for Jeff hits the swanton with all of his weight all over <laughs> Jeff Jarrett through the table. As and then tradition. there's, like, two and a half more minutes of match. Like, yeah. it's it, it, it just Jeff Jarrett takes a guitar shot and somehow still wins. And they give him a belt. He should have to defend it. He should have I, to defend that belt. I feel like I need to have you and Kate do a special watch along of this. Oh, no. Never. I'm never watching this thing again. No. <laughs> I would no. really, really love can't, it. I can't do it. Uh, Arza <laughs> says it was Tony Khan's Leatherface, wasn't it? I will say this. Tony said that all the sponsorship money from this is going to the, the Maui wildfire victims. So good. That's very good. classy. That's- that's Very great. The best thing to come out of this match is that all the money they paid goes to help victims of a horrible wildfire in Maui. <laughs> Mike McVeigh, he says chainsaw belt must be defended with a chainsaw match. Listen, this is going to sound really weird, but I st- this is a conspiracy theory of wrestling. Somebody hit me up a couple weeks ago. And they're like, hey, I think Tony's in Amarillo. And I was like, there's only one reason to go to Amarillo, and that's Mm -hmm. Terry Funk related. Like, why would he go there? I never confirmed. It is completely unsubstantiated. Mm. But I'm like, was there something here? Was Chainsaw Charlie supposed to be here? (laughs) Is he the reveal? What's going on? (laughs) I never Mm. got that confirmed. I don't even know if I asked Tony about it, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Tom LaValle says which was worse trading moms or this match uh, this match this match yeah yeah. we pretty, got pretty uh, Peyton bad. Carter saying Tony tweeted that all the money that they made on the match is being donated to the Maui food banks no matter how bad it was it was worth it I, I, yep. I mean yeah I'm completely fine with that 100% yeah. in yes. fact some of the most fun I've had back going and watching wrestling was going back and rewatching the Katie Vick stuff because I know deep down I'm not going to have to deal with this again mm, next week. Mm-hmm, yeah. Unless it's in a quirky pre-tape thing that will be entertaining. Yeah. With the Katie Vick stuff, I was like, God, I'm going to have to deal with this next week. And now looking back in retrospect, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Mike, the jeweler says, Sean, glad to see you're doing well, my friend. Well, I appreciate you, Mike. Says, 
What was the Chainsaw Massacre shit? Thought I was watching WWE PLE ridicule. Keep up the great work. Congratulations on the 100K. Looking forward to the next 100K. This is I on the level like- of the zombie lumberjack match. I was about to mention that. We should put together yeah. like a, a marathon watch along. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should. I feel like if we do a fa- fightful fantasy football league, the losers yeah. have no. to do <laughs> a yeah. watch along yeah. of all that and not get yeah. paid for it. Absolutely not. No. Jam Beard says Chainsaw Charlie versus Leatherface and a chainsaw duel is now something I really want. Yeah. <sighs> Will Chisholm says, I'm a guy who understands wrestling can be stupid, but my God, I watch NXT and I never even thought I'd see something worse than that. Thanks, Double J. Ain't he great? Dom Romano says, uh, hey, Sean and Alex, I feel like Tony Khan should be arrested for giving the green light to that Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match. Why was Karen there the whole time? She was dressed like Jessica Biel for the, the old one. Yeah. She was. My wife pointed that out, and I was yep. like, "Yeah, that's exactly what she's doing." Yep. Oh yep. my god! Congrats that, on so the one hundred. People were dressed all in white that didn't get any blood on them. Jeff came out all in white, and I was like, "Oh, he's getting blood dumped all over him." Like uh, uh, Zay came out with a full, like, white fur coat, no blood. It, it, they were breaking all the rules. Like, nah, sorry, if you're in a death match and you're wearing all white, you have to get doused with blood. Either it's your own or a bucket of fake blood. You got it and, and nothing. Feeling Dreepy says, every time Jeff Jarrett's music goes off, I get a little less excited because the automatic response I have is of, is TNA is on from the 2000s. And I remember, oh no, it's 23 Jeff Jarrett and he's still wrestling. I Listen, I like Jeff Jarrett. I don't mind his work. And for a while, it was way too much. Like, I saw way too much of him. I didn't need to see that. And let me tell you, I was a big TNA fan back in the day, especially 05 to 09. That was the show on TV for mm-hmm. me. That was what I couldn't miss. And, um, I mean, I, you know, I got some little PTSD sometimes from it, but ultimately I made it yeah. through. Monty Brown still should have been champion, though. We got uh, Dahmer's. Actually, we, we just read that one. Uh, but Jane Beard says, now I want SRS to buy what culture? I wouldn't want it. And again, nothing but love for people who work there. But yeah. Jason says, oops, sorry. Love you, SRS. Oh, it, hey, I'm doing all right. It ended up working out great for me. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Adrian Wells sent in a $20 super chat that says, he will send a $50 super chat to get Alex and Kate to review the match. Well, listen, that super chat is, I don't even know if that would cover their fee to cover the match, but I will find a way to get them. I will find a way to rope them in Uh Yeah, to do it. It, It's the content would be too good to not Uh do. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Jambeard, I agree with this. I feel like they really missed something by where broken Matt Hardy being the one to take out Leatherface is something that should have happened. Well, they had to keep Leatherface strong, brother. Yeah, it's true. Leatherface must pose. It's true. Um, this this does this did feel like when I was watching it, like something that would have actually been better. 
as a cinematic match. You know, when they could have actually gotten all the angles right, made sure all the blood landed where it was supposed to land. Um, it, it didn't, it, it just, it all of it felt just so damned boring. <laughs> Adrian saying, how much? Alex, uh, name name your show fee because that will go directly to you. I, I, I think we've got to start the building at triple digits. I mean, really? Oh, there to watch go. that again? To watch that again? Particularly, we're going to throw like a a, okay. a, a a marathon of other matches that are terrible along with Listen, it. My goodness! If it happens, it's yours. Arza says, "Who who saw more uh, limp dick?" Denise watching Naked Attraction or us watching this match. Has she watched it yet? Because I'm know. really trying to get her to review Naked Attraction for her uh, her channel. PVB says, shame OC won't get to be, do a big singles match in front of that Wembley crowd. Was eager to hear 80,000 cheer along with his in-ring shtick. Well, he can still do it. And still like, do he can shtick. still do that. He'll yeah. still, do, still do the shtick. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. Jen or Jezza last night said, Hey, Sean, traveling to all in from New Zealand, just downloaded Nord and Fightful, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Here's a humper to say thanks for everything. Well, thank you. Uh, that's a benefit of those humper chats, guys. You can send them whenever you want so you can get ahead of the action. Jester Design says, My birthday is in 30 minutes. Happy to spend those minutes with Fightful. We're happy to have you here. HBD. Um, I'm actually going to not be here on my birthday in two weeks. Riccicino will be who okay. hosts the AEW Collision Post Show. I will be going to watch Offspring, Simple Plan, and Some 41, well, which I'm very, you. very excited about, honestly. Bree Marie sends a very generous super chat and says, I haven't made it to a live show in a while, but wanted to say congrats on 100K. Y'all deserve it so much for everything that you do. Bree Marie, thank you so much. It means a lot. I, I have appreciated all the love we've gotten for 100K. We revealed on Alex's Sour Grap show yeah. that uh, he will be getting a silver play button. He is the only on-screen personality that has been here with me since the start, and uh, I am so happy about that. And yes, I'm, I'm just I'm very excited. We got new new graphics on here as well, like our new uh, more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, fightful logos and hey we're we're getting new shirts up on shop.fightful.com i said i was going to get them by the end of the summer we got um humpers going up there so mm. make sure you guys check that out we're going to get a new type of hoodie because i hit up melissa and i said i think our hoodies are trash i want a different substance for them so uh yeah go to shop.fightful.com i'm going to be working on a bunch of designs soon PVB says, Sean, sorry if it's already been answered, but I need to know. Any clue if the stadium stampede match will be a pre-tape or live like Anarchy in the Arena? Weird, there's no international title match. Well, I, I I wouldn't have been surprised if they went Moxley, Orange Cassidy, and that wouldn't have surprised me, but I do think they want to get a lot of people on that show, Alex. Yeah. I think it'll be a live experience. I think that's probably where we're headed, maybe with very minimal taped stuff. The stuff that happens um, backstage, you know what I mean? Like an, on, you know, in the bowels of the stadium could be pre-taped. And I think uh, probably just for just for logistics of how long it might take people to run from wherever the ring is through the crowd to like under 
all these different cool areas they might have in the backstage of the thing. It would take them too long to get there. So what do you do? You pre-tape that, but make it seem like it's live. Yeah. There are ways. Uh, I hope they can pull it off, but I guess we're going to see. Mike the Jeweler says, can't wait to hear Luke Owen's review of the zombie shit match tomorrow because he's because I feel like he gets a mini boner when the music comes on. Oh, God, come on. Why are we going to oh, Luke he's, like that? He's a, he's a big fan of the double J. He is. I love Luke. Uh, and Jane Beard says, better idea instead of Alex and Kate, it's Ludwig and Tiffany to review the match. Uh, guys, uh, <laughs> thank you all so much. We, in fact, did not raise the funds to get this to happen, so it <laughs> doesn't look like it's happening. Uh, if you guys right. want to send in Humper Chats after yeah. the fact, like... Yeah, sure. It 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 can happen. Yeah. It, is a, it is a possibility. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alex, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you, you can find me um, uh, on the X at Alex, Alex Um Mondays, uh, reviewing Raw on Five Select with Kate. Tuesdays right here, reviewing NXT. Next week is Heat Wave. It's their big, big summer regular episode, but not a regular episode, Heat Wave. And then um, uh, we, we, Kate and I will be doing a, an all-in post-show um, uh, right after the show is over on Five Select. So there's that as well. Um, looks like uh, we'll probably be doing um a a a friday um show this week with an aw rampage watch along so should be good tom says linder and sheeler on the review perhaps Uh, you never know matt hardy just tweeted out that he gave his first bloodbath in 24 years tonight (laughs) (laughs) i love it guys thank you all so much please subscribe to fightfulselect.com i got a lot of good scoops some contract scoops coming up We've been heavy on that AEW beat this week. The Raw SmackDown plans are back. Producers, backstage news, all that good stuff. Plus a Q&A show every single week. In addition to all that other stuff, FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.